0: See, many consider that we are in the post-COVID pandemic, but there are still many who are contracting this virus, including cancer patients. What do you say about continuing to be vigilant about COVID and its potential to impact the cancer community? You
1: are correct, my friend. Many people, including cancer patients, still should be very mindful of the effects and impact of COVID. Let's sit down by the fireplace and talk about this today,
0: my friend. All right. We'll discuss being a cancer patient living in the lingering environment of the COVID-19 virus. The following program is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America, part of City of Hope, a National Cancer Institute-designated Comprehensive Cancer Center. Information discussed during this program is not medical advice. Be sure to talk to your medical doctor for information and advice relating to your health. Welcome to Health, Hope, and Inspiration. I'm Wayne Shepherd here with Percy McCray, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America, part of City of Hope. Pastor P, it's great to be with you. You know what? Depending on when our listeners hit the play button, this is around the Christmas time, maybe even Christmas Eve for some. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, happy holidays if that's when you're listening to this. Merry Christmas. And you know what? The fireplace metaphor that you mentioned a few moments ago, that's a, that's a, now you live in Florida, so you don't need a fireplace in Florida, do you? I don't need a fireplace in Florida, that's for sure. But it gets a little chilly, just a little bit here. Oh, (laughs) please. You're you're a Chicago guy. You know what winters are really like. Yeah, Uh, I do for sure. I do for sure. We have such an important topic today. Uh, Let me mention our free resource, COVID and Cancer, What You Should Know. Uh, This will be a uh, kind of a synopsis of the conversation we're going to have here in a few moments.
1: Indeed. And and we're going to talk about some things that, you know, of course, this has been a moving conversation over the last several years. Uh, but we just want to keep top of mind the fact that, you know, on some level, this virus is still out there and impacting people and particularly, you know, the cancer community. So we want to have a
0: conversation about that today. Right. Okay. Well, we also are instituting something new here on the podcast today, Percy, instead of us asking questions of our listeners, we would love to hear the questions our listeners have and what are on their hearts and minds.
1: Indeed. Of course, historically here on the show, you and I have read uh, questions to our audience to respond to. And we want now to hear from you. You know, there may be things that may be said or mentioned throughout the show that may trigger a certain question that we didn't even consider and we'd like to hear those questions so if you have any questions as long as they are not medically related uh, we are not healthcare professionals if you have a healthcare related question uh, we encourage you to speak to your medical provider for that but anything that is relevant to the mental emotional uh, spiritual journey of being a cancer patient uh, that you would like to ask us a question we will read those questions and attempt to answer some of them on future shows and give feedback to that accordingly. So we want to hear from you. Feel free uh, to reach out to us and share us with us your questions.
0: All right. And you can share those questions at the website, healthhopeandinspiration.com, healthhopeandinspiration.com. We'll begin talking about COVID with Percy here in just a moment. We are excited to announce that Health, Hope & Inspiration and Abide are teaming up to make a premium subscription of Abide's mobile app free to the HHI community. Abide makes Bible meditations delightful. You can learn to meditate in five minutes a day. Rest peacefully with Abide's Bible-based sleep stories. Text HHI to 22433 for your free subscription. Quiet your mind. Relax your body text HHI to 22433. Once again, text the letters HHI to 22433. We believe you will be blessed and encouraged. Well, Percy, let's talk about our topic today, COVID and cancer, what we need to know. We're now approximately three years since the outbreak of COVID, but there are still cases of this being experienced by many. In fact, both you and I contracted this. I got mine about six months ago. How about you?
1: Yeah, Wayne, just before the Labor Day holiday, I contracted COVID. And indeed, it was no fun, my friend. <laughs> you know, certainly wasn't life-threatening, thank God. Uh, but I labored with many of the side effects that most have experienced for about two weeks. And so did my wife about a week behind me. Oh. And so, you know, we were not happy campers, let me just say that. Yeah. And, you know, I had kind of gone through that that whole three-year period, you know, basically with
0: nothing. And so Mm -hmm. I was a little caught off guard when it did happen to me. I will say that. (laughs) And isn't it correct that as a cancer patient, there were some dynamics that you had to be mindful of having COVID. And you'd like to unpack those now with our listeners.
1: I would. It's important. So first of all, let me say this. i had been extremely fortunate, as I said, in remaining COVID-free, you know, the entire time of, of the whole COVID outbreak, you know, and thank God for that. Uh, in fact, many of my family members and friends, including my wife, Anita, had COVID already earlier in the year. So oh. this was our second time. Wow. Uh, uh, but I had not been impacted. And then seemingly out of nowhere, mm-hmm. boom, I was hit with COVID. And so uh, with that said, you know, I'd like to cite six important factors to know about COVID-19 and being a cancer patient. And All I think right. it's important for people to hear that today.
0: Yeah, and again, I want to mention that these are in the form of a resource that you can download. COVID and Cancer, What You Should Know It's available at our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com. All right, let's get started with these six. So before we read these six important points that I want you to know, I want to uh, just make sure I
1: establish a spiritual a uh, foundation for us. And so I'm going to read our spiritual nugget for today, which is Proverbs 8, Uh, verse 33, and it reads, and I'm going to read from the American, New American Standard Version, and it says this, heed instructions and be wise and do not neglect them. And so I want us to understand today, though we we are in somewhat of a more relaxed COVID environment, there are still some instructions that we need to be wise about and listen to and not neglect them, particularly in the cancer community. And so having said that, um, before I get to uh, the points, I want to make this perfectly clear, that uh, all points that uh, that I'll be presenting here today is directly extrapolated uh, from the American Cancer Society's webpage and from the CDC resources pages entitled, questions about COVID and cancer and staying well during COVID-19 a guide for cancer patients and their caregivers and family members. And Very we'll put good. this in the show notes so okay. people can be able to uh, click the link and you can go directly to the site and you can see it's a plethora of information. Yeah, so Excellent. All right. Number one. Factor number one or principle number one is that some people with cancer are or may be at increased risk of serious in illness if they get COVID-19. Now, I know that, that I don't want to be an alarmist in any way, And I know I want to say this also, that there's been a lot of conversation politically and so on and so forth about this whole conversation. I just want uh, us to be mindful of the potentiality of some things, particularly from a cancer perspective. And so the reason for this first point is. That because cancer patients' immune systems have been weakened either by the cancer itself and or its treatments. And so uh, people who were treated for cancer in the past, Wayne, especially if it was years ago, are more likely to have normal immune function. So that's a good thing. Right. But the situation for each person is different. Things like the type of cancer uh, a person has or had the type or types of cancer treatment they receive or have received and other factors may all affect their risk of serious illness for covid-19 and so you just need to be mindful of yes, that got it all right factor number 2 talk to your doctor about other medicines To lower your risk. I know there was a lot of conversation out there about things that you can take and things that you can't take. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm living here in Florida and there was a guy in one of the rural areas, him and his son was concocting something in their backyard in a cauldron somewhere. Yeah, it was crazy. So I know that there was a lot of information Uh, about, quote-unquote, medicines and treatments. But again, according to the American Cancer Society and uh, the CDC, uh, they tell us this, for people who are less likely to get enough protection from COVID-19 vaccines, a medicine known as Evusheld, Evusheld, E-V-U-S-H-E-L-D, which combines monoclonal antibodies to help lower the risk of infection. This is known as pre-exposure prevention. Okay. Mm. This medicine is given as an injection into a muscle once every six months. This particular uh, uh, medicine can be used in people who do not have COVID-19 and who have not recently been exposed to the virus and who... Uh, aren't likely to have an adequate immune response to the COVID-19 vaccine because they have a weakened immune system, which includes many people being treated for cancer or can't get the vaccine because of a previous severe reaction to the vaccine or parts of it. It's important to note that in people who are able to get the COVID-19 vaccine, this treatment should be used in addition to not instead of the vaccine. Very important school yes, of thought. I see that. And I was not aware of this, Wayne. So when I started doing some research, I was like, oh, this is some good information to share with individuals. Sure, this is the first time I'm hearing it. Mm-hmm. And it also says, if you've recently received a dose of the COVID-19 vaccine, including a booster shot, you should wait at least two weeks before getting EVU shield. Again, that is spelled E-V-U S H E L D. If I am not pronouncing that correct,
0: and talk to and your you doctor about that.
1: Absolutely, and again, what's important is to make sure that you are talking to your healthcare provider, uh, and 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 that you're getting uh, the most updated information. Don't just take somebody's word for some things because your situation may be, be very unique
0: uh, to you. All right, we're talking about six things, six factors to be considered about COVID and cancer. And we're on number three at the moment. Again, you can download this from our website, COVID and Cancer, what you should know at Mm healthhopeandinspiration.com. Very helpful, Percy. All right, let's move on to number three. Number three, you may
1: be more likely to get very sick from COVID-19 if you have cancer or had it in the past According to the CDC guidelines, it says this. If you have cancer now or had cancer in the past, you may need to take special steps to protect your health. This is especially important if you are being treated with chemotherapy. Chemotherapy can weaken your immune system and make you more likely to get an infection. For the same reason, the infection may be more serious for you. According to the CDC, Wayne, some people with cancer might also have other factors that can increase their risk of serious illness from COVID 19, including being older, mm-hmm. having a weakened immune system after getting an organ transplant, after a stem cell or bone marrow transplant, or after getting certain treatments like chemotherapy. Mm-hmm. And then also being overweight or obese. Isn't everything associated with being overweight and obese these days? So being overweight or obese, having a body mass index BMI of 25 or higher, and of course smoking now or
0: in the past. Those are all increased risk factors for getting COVID.
1: Correct, so doctors are still learning about the risk of COVID-19 infection for people with cancer. But in the meantime, it's very important that people with cancer take steps to lower their risk of infection.
0: Okay. All right. And that's uh, that's something we all think about, but have any of us taken those steps? Have many of us mm. taken the steps necessary? Yeah. Very good. Okay. That's, a, that's an excellent point. Number four. Number four, uh, we need to talk a little bit about what are some of the
1: symptoms of COVID-19. Okay. People with COVID-19, can have a wide range of symptoms, ranging from mild to severe, and some people have no symptoms at all. Symptoms can appear two to 14 days after exposure
0: to the virus and this is what happened I, to me I don't know about you but this is exactly <laughs> what happened to me it was three days after exposure yeah and unfortunately I was on a trip overseas and so I was I was in a strange land uh, <laughs> with my family and had to isolate myself from them so yeah. you know very inopportune but it didn't really ask me when it could strike did it
1: <laughs> absolutely and you know and I had gotten off of an airplane so I, I and I believe that that was where I actually picked up the virus was on it was on an airplane okay. but some of the most common symptoms 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 of COVID-19 are, we just want to remind you folks, you may feel like you've heard this before, but again, hear it again. Uh, Fever or chills, Mm -hmm. cough, shortness of breath, uh, muscle aches and pains, sore throat, uh, new loss of smell or taste, stuffy or runny nose, sore throat, feeling very tired, headache, diarrhea, uh, nausea, or vomiting. And I know for me, Wayne, I can tell you many of these I experienced. Now I I'd gone 3 years without anything, without without a, sn- a sniffle or a sneeze. And so I experienced many of these and probably for me and, and I I've talked to a lot of people. Uh some people's symptoms are very different than others or more severe or less. Uh the big takeaway for me was how foggy I was where oh. I couldn't concentrate really? and I was extremely tired. Okay. Yeah, so the fatigue factor and being very foggy uh, of Of being able to focus and concentrate, I certainly experienced some of the other things, but they were quick and came and gone. But what lingered more than anything for me was the fact that uh my my ability to concentrate and my and then I would feel extremely fatigued after doing some very you know simple things that I would literally have to just lay down and just take a nap. And mm-hmm. that lasted for, you know, roughly two weeks. And so it was it was interesting. But these are some of the common symptoms uh for COVID nineteen yeah. that you should be
0: mindful of. It's fascinating how it affects different people different ways, isn't it?
1: It is. I think about that as well, that there, you know, there is no real clear direct line here that, it, you know, it, it affects people very differently on many different levels. That is for sure.
0: Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, this is just simply my observation, but it seems like it. it is more mild if you have been vaccinated and boosted.
1: Well, that is the school of thought. I certainly was vaccinated. Uh, my wife was vaccinated as well. And so for sure, but you know, I'll tell you this, but that, that first, those first two days, I felt like a freight train had hit mm. me. I, I was so, uh, my body ached. Uh, I could barely get out of bed. And I was, you know, and I'm typically a guy that can just power through anything. And I really I felt like a building had fell on me and it was like, okay, this is this is really interesting. So, you know, we it's it's it it does impact people differently and people respond in various different ways. But I do believe having been vaccinated and boosted uh, did help eliminate, uh, you know, this on a much more severe level for sure.
0: Okay, so four of the six, number four of the six is symptoms of Mm COVID-19. Number five on these factors. COVID-19
1: can also sometimes cause serious signs and symptoms that need medical attention right away, I think is the key that we want. Yeah, right. right. That's exactly right. And so here here are four important areas that you may want to consider if you are a cancer patient and you begin to experience symptoms of COVID is trouble breathing. I have a dear friend of mine who had COVID, uh, and one of the things, he became unresponsive. That he had went to to sleep. His wife couldn't wake him up. Oh, goodness. Yeah, yeah. And so his breathing had become labored and they had to call the EMS uh, team to come get him and take him to the hospital. So, you know, if you're having trouble breathing and, and, you know, you may really need to take a good look at that. You may need to reach out uh, right away to your medical team and then constant pain or heaviness in your chest. I did not experience that symptom at all, but this may be something that you may need to take very serious and reach out to your medical team right away about. And then new confusion or being hard to wake up. Mm so again you know being lethargic you know not really being cognizant of your environment or your surroundings uh etc and again i experienced a little bit of that where i again i was foggy i would go in and out of that uh trying to remember names uh dates numbers that sort of thing but new confusion or being hard to wake up and then lastly pale, gray, or blue-colored skin, lips or nails, depending, on, of course, on skin tone. Mm-hmm. These are some things that, as a cancer patient or as anyone, if you are experiencing some of these symptoms, you may need to reach out right away to your
0: medical pro- health care provider. All right. That's very helpful indeed. COVID and cancer is what we're talking about here today. Uh, six, Number six of the six factors. All righty. Number
1: six is, what should I do if I might have been exposed to COVID-19? Here's some things that you should do. If you think you've been exposed to COVID-19, the CDC recommends getting a COVID-19 test, of course. But you should wait at least five days after being exposed because the test may not show you have COVID-19 before that, even if you really do. Mm -hmm. Hmm, Interesting. In the meantime, the CDC recommends taking precautions such as wearing a high-quality mask when around others and staying at home. To learn more, you can visit, again, the CDC website. And Wayne, I know you talked about the fact that when you were away and out the country, you had to separate yourself from your family while being in a foreign land.
0: Yeah. Well, I I didn't want to infect them and uh, mess up their vacation either. So I, yeah. Yeah, it, it was a lonely time, I will admit. But <laughs> oh, uh, man. you know what? We do what we have to do, right? Absolutely.
1: So uh, you should also uh, get tested if you have symptoms that might be from COVID-19, obviously, Uh, Testing can be done using an at-home test kit, where you can be tested at a local testing center, pharmacy, doctor's office, or clinic. And I think you can virtually get a COVID uh, test anywhere at this point. Uh, If you're going to your doctor's office or clinic, call before Mm -hmm. uh, going in to get tested. The test can be done on swab samples from inside your nose or throat, saliva, et cetera, or breath samples. I was not aware of the breath sample, so I'm not sure exactly how that works. Uh, For many tests, the results can be available within 15 minutes. And then also, if a test shows that you have COVID-19, isolate yourself from others and call your healthcare provider right away to find out what you should do next. Ask your doctor about getting extra prescription medicines in case you need to stay home for a long time, and then keep over-the-counter medications on hand to treat fever and other symptoms in case you get sick. And I know for the latter point, uh, my wife had me taking some over-the-counter things to help with decreasing my fever and et cetera. And it did help. It yeah. did; it made a difference. Right. So it yeah. does.
0: It does indeed. Yeah. All right, again, as you started this list, you cited the sources. Can I ask you to cite those again? Because I feel that's important to this conversation since we are not medical doctors here. But this this source information is very important for our listeners. They can go look at this themselves. They can also download our resource, COVID and Cancer at health inspiration.com. But where did you come up with this material, Percy?
1: Right. All of this material came directly from uh, the American Cancer Society's webpage, uh, talking about COVID-19 and cancer, and also from uh, the CDC. And we're going to have the link to all of this information, it is much more. This was just an abbreviated yeah, version of sure. that information for the sake of time where you can literally, you'll can you be able to click and go directly to both of those sites. And you'll be able to look exclusively uh, and extensively at all of the information that they have. Again, the American Cancer Society and the CDC uh, basically uh, giving you information about COVID and cancer, COVID-19 and cancer accordingly.
0: All right. And there's more we'll talk about with Percy here in just a moment. Thank you for listening this week to Health, Hope and Inspiration. Have you taken the time to review this podcast or to subscribe to the podcast? So it's uh, it comes to you automatically once it's released each week. So please take those steps if you would. And that would be just great. If you are concerned that you or someone you love may have cancer, consider reaching out to Cancer Treatment Centers of America, part of City of Hope for personalized diagnostic services. Cancer Treatment Center Centers of America, part of City of Hope, is a national oncology network of hospitals and outpatient care centers that treats the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com and click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America, part of City of Hope, or contact a member of the team with questions about your diagnostic and treatment options. The number is 866-712-HOPE, 866-712-HOPE. Cancer Treatment Centers of America, part of City of Hope, uses a patient-centered approach and a wide range of technologies and techniques to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Percy, we've been talking today about COVID and cancer and what we need to know. I realize that those six points could have come pretty fast to people, and that's why we've made it available as our resource.
1: That is correct. So everything that you've heard today and more uh, will be made available through that resource that you can download, you can use, and you can send to anyone uh, that you think would benefit from it. And so please uh, take advantage of that uh, so that you can have as much information that's available to you today and to us today. So thank sure. you for that opportunity. Yeah.
0: Well, let's wrap this up with uh, a few closing thoughts that you have about COVID and cancer. In closing, despite the
1: diminishing numbers of of COVID cases being reported, and certainly individuals in the past who may have died from COVID, Mm. COVID is still very much in our environment and still taken seriously. Even though we now have the option of not wearing masks, and I know that became a huge political football that was kicked around, Mm -hmm. I've decided to place and put my mask back on, particularly when traveling on an airplane. I realized that masking was difficult for individuals and unwanted to be done, but I went three years without contracting COVID and then on one faithful trip on a plane with no mask, I got sick. Mm. So let your conscience be your guide, but do consider taking precautions. Yeah. I am gladly wearing my mask again today due to the misery I mm. experienced with COVID. Understood. Again, it was not life threatening, but I do not want to experience that again if I do not have to. And so the American Cancer Society says this, what might be recommended for you depends on factors such as if you have a weakened immune system, we discussed that, or other risk factors for severe COVID-19 and how common COVID-19 is in your community. The CDC keeps track of COVID-19 community levels, classifying each county as low, medium or high, which can help you decide which actions you should take based on the latest information For more on what you should do based on your COVID community level and your risk of getting very sick, visit the CDC website. And again, we'll provide all of that information and links for you. Keep in mind that each person's situation, including what they might be comfortable with, is different. If you have or have had cancer or if you're taking care of someone with cancer, talk to their cancer care team about which precautions and behaviors are right for you. And so today, I simply close the way that we began, and that is with our spiritual nugget, Proverbs 833. Hmm. Heed instruction and be wise and do not neglect it. At the end of the day, you have one life to live. Please take care of yourself and be mindful that there is still a virus floating around out here that
0: may potentially be harmful to any one of us, and certainly those of you with cancer. Well, Percy, I personally want to thank you for the research that you've done and brought to us here on the program and have put into the form of a resource which we can download at healthhopeandinspiration.com. COVID and cancer, what you need to know, is available right now. No waiting. Just go there, print it out, use it, read it again, uh, share it with your family and loved ones, particularly if uh, your immune system has been compromised through uh, cancer itself or the treatment of cancer. This mm-hmm. is especially critical for our friends here. So, Percy, thank you. God bless you. Thank you for doing all this work.
1: Amen. Man. Well, thank you. And again, we are here to provide a service and to encourage and to be mindful of our health and our wellness. But in the meantime, until we come back with you again, we've got work to do. Right. You just heard a lot of it here. So let's keep <laughs> chopping
0: the wood. God bless. That's Reverend Percy McRae, Pastor P, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Center of America. I'm Wayne Shepard. Thank you for listening to Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Health, Hope, and Inspiration is sponsored by and produced by Cancer Treatment Centers of America, part of City of Hope, a National Cancer Institute designated comprehensive cancer center. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America, part of City of Hope, a National Cancer Institute designated comprehensive cancer center. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, and Phoenix take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease while helping patients manage side effects and maintain their quality of life by using evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic support, along with pastoral care, pain management, and other supportive care services. Treatments are tailored to each patient's specific need. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use leading-edge technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com.